Welcome back to the 7th Star to the Right podcast. This is Session 9. How's everyone doing? Great. It's Great. like I, I haven't left and I remember everything. <laughs> How we got here, what we're doing. <laughs> well, let, let, let's do a quick recap. What do people remember from last session? We did a lot of, not a lot of things, <laughs> was basically the thing. You met some people. We, we did. We met people. Um, I tricked... A robot into showing me where the elevator was when and found some people went back to the med bay where claire and alex and micah were mm-hmm. and then we kind of started healing people we learned some things about what's the cyber something like the people who have metal things in them the one doctor lady had like a oh cybernetics, cybernetics. yeah, yeah, yeah. yes um so she got a needle in her hand and she can bite she can buy. We learned that biting is a valid form of combat. <laughs> no one well, will remember this. When, when you have to, <laughs> when you have toxin injectors in your teeth, they are. Don't we all have toxin injectors <laughs> in our teeth, though? Can I yeah. roll for that? Is that a- <laughs> <laughs> roll for toxin. So um, that was Diane. Mm. Um, we also have Danny, who is sort of paired at the hip with Adam, the the robot that you tricked. You ran <laughs> into. Um, a bloodied man who was taken into the medical bay that you yep. learned the name. His name was Fu. Um, let's see who else. You met Rodana right before the end of the session, mm-hmm. who is the uh, the leader of the Paragon uh, freelancers. She is an Ursum woman. Mm-hmm. She's got the 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 brand on either side of her shoulders. Right. And then you also met Zix at the very end, who's right, got like the the spider stuff. tank legs. Yeah, yeah, um, Q. And is almost completely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like James Bond Q, not. Star Trek Q. Very different. Yeah. 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 Sure. Quartermaster Q. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just yeah. Like, yeah. Well, one's a demigod. The other one is just good with like technology. Amazing technology. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so, and he he's there. You also notice he's probably an older. Um, right. Because he's covered in crystals. Because he's almost things. practically entirely covered in crystals. And that's sort of where we ended it, right? Right. Uh, the, the the red alarm was going off. The the Paragon freelancers are basically saying, "Hey, we need your guys' help. We'll do this in exchange for giving you guys registration, maybe also some money slash salvage rights for mm-hmm. looking into this space station overall." Because they also um, told you that they uh, only have a portion of it, and the automated defenses still mm-hmm. are on. Right. And that's where we left off. We have the the map already drawn out. We've already rolled for initiatives. So As all of you to... podcast people can see, <laughs> a, yes. beautiful Look map. This. Wow, Look at this amazing. beautiful, beautiful. It's three D. Jeff has actually rented out a laser tag arena, and we'll be <laughs> we'll be running around. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, one of the things I I don't think I I forgot to mention, um, Rodana and Zix were actually setting up more than just sandbags. They were also setting up what was a uh, effectively like one of those mounted machine guns gotcha um it is a heavy weapon within this universe and it packs a real punch i think it's 3d6 so it it tears through so probably don't stand in front of that while they're firing i also okay like yeah i would never as if i would definitely not do that It'd it'd be really sick though if right. you wanted to, if you wanted to travel really far and just a little bit of distance, but only bits of you, if you wanted to go everywhere when you did it, that's just, the fastest way to do it. I want to flex on the robots. I just want to show them I'm not scared of them, <laughs> especially those machine guns. Yeah. Not scared of those. 
So you guys are entering combat. You've rolled for initiative. You're going to take out these robots. Hell yeah. Um, so we left where the elevator doors were sort of starting to pull and creak open. Mm-hmm. And you look inside and you can see um, on the map, you see um, eight figures. Um, six of them uh, appear to be uh, fairly, when compared to like Nona or to Adam, a little bit more uh, basic. They don't seem to be like the smartest things in the bulb. They uh, they have um, leggings. Leggings? <laughs> basic. Oh, <laughs> my apologies. Um, pumpkin spice oh. latte. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, We're coming for the space station. <laughs> I hate this. Stacy. <laughs> I hate this so much. Stacy, we're going to go get that space station back. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> they're these, um, they're humanoid, but they don't have a head. The the um the mm. where they appear to look out from appears to be just right mm. in the top part of their torso. One of their arms appears to be a f- what effectively looks like a stun baton, so something that doesn't deal with lethal damage. So they look like regular security bots, right? Um, not necessarily meant for hard action, but meant to take out assailants if need be. All right, we're killing mall cop bots. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you're killing Paul Blart Par- mall cops. <laughs> um, Behind them uh, appear to be two more sophisticated uh, robots. One of them um, is a similar description that um, Diane was talking about who shot up Fu with a laser rifle. Uh They both have laser rifles. One of them uh, already appears to have some damage on it, some scorch marks from Mm -hmm. a laser pistol or rifle. So you think that this is probably the same thing that Either it's already came before and was roughed up and was able to leave, or this was the thing that specifically originally attacked Fu. Um, these, again, they're a little bit more advanced than the other ones. They also appear to have something uh, fairly large on their back. It almost looks like a receiver of some kind. Um, but yeah, now as these doors open, um, there's a thing called a surprise round. Um, you take... <laughs> The uh, the more rudimentary robots, mm-hmm. um, expert systems, sort of off uh, off guard. Mm-hmm. But the the two in the back, which appear to be more soldier like, mm-hmm. do react immediately. Um, so they they will. Um, they're not surprised, but the um, the, the, the guys <laughs> all lining the front the job. <laughs> are um, are surprised. The so ball blots. Uh, let me also ball describe blots. the scene a little bit. So as these doors open. All of these more basic bots, there are six of them, are almost standing in front of, almost guarding the two leader bots in the back, which are um, sort of back farther into the elevator itself. Okay. So we've got all of that sort of described. When we rolled out our initiatives, Nona, you were the first person to act. Great. Um, Given that my position is behind the elevator and I am intending to react to things. Um, I am going to probably do the hold an action thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure how that works, even though I've been reading this. So it's, I have to set it up as a trigger to something specifically. Right. Can I use Can I have an if then statement or an if else like if this yeah. happens, do this thing. If this happens, do don't, that don't thing. Get, don't get crazy no, 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 with no, no, no. Just, just two of them. Yes. Basically, um, it, if Alex throws that thing, I would like to be a bit farther away from the elevator. And otherwise, I'm going to be 
pressed up against it until I see something leave, and then I'm going to try and shoot at it. Like, leave out of the elevator. Understood. That's my Um So, EMP gets thrown. You're getting the fuck out. Yes, because of aforementioned robot hurting capabilities. Yes. Um, and if you see anything, you're going to take a shot at it. Yes. Cool. All right. That's that's a good first turn. Also, can I just remind me of everyone's hit points right now? None. 13. None. 27. Points. I'm yeah. dead. I'm already dead. <laughs> ah, I think I got you beat. I think I'm at like nine. Yeah, I'm at nine. Oh, fuck. I have one hand in my pocket and the other hand is digging a grave. <laughs> Not right. playing a piano. Not playing the piano. Awesome. <laughs> Micah, it is your go now. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, a little bit closer and off to the side, so yeah, not not directly in line of the machine gun, um, but yeah, just kind of behind some cover, closer to the elevator, uh, and I'm gonna yeah bring out my telekinetic rifle, and I'm going to shoot at one of the basic guard bots. Cool. In front. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't hit me. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, yeah, roll, roll uh, your d20. You, you can do yes. that. You can see them. There's, like, okay. people out here, and it's so gross. Okay. So, that's a six plus five. Plus Otherwise five. known as 11. That is a miss. <laughs> no. Oh, no. So, you, you take a, a shot at one of these, and you just sort of miss it. Your aim's not... Um, you haven't practiced recently. Really, if you think about it, missing there is more impressive than hitting them because there are there's so many. <laughs> They're lined up. They are just sort of lined up. The you fact kind that of you managed the, to the, miss and not hit anybody else is like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Still feeling creaky from just hanging out in the med bay for half an hour doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. You're a little rusty right now. Um, the, the the two, um, I've called them leader bots yeah. um, for no particular reason, um, are going to move. And they're going to move to, so you notice how there are the these sort of lips to the elevator. Yes. These walls before uh, right next to the opening, they're going to try and take cover by moving up into those. So, Philip, can you move those for me? Luscious, luscious lips. So sorry, where? That, where yeah, approximately like where you're going to put them? Yeah, uh, no. A little bit behind. in the elevator, but uh, yeah, behind right the ball. Yeah, the there you yeah. go. I see. As close as you can get, and also behind cover, so you can shoot at things. And they're both uh-huh. going to be taking shots at Rodana with her goddamn machine gun. Oh, okay. uh, roll a d20. So the the mountain machine guns are like behind the the sandbag cover. Yes. So we have the big circular room, one hallway. Going yep. into it, that's like covered, protected by the sandbags. Yep. At around what, like waist-ish height, chest height? Uh, probably a little bit h- higher than that. Probably closer to like chest. All right. Um, so this will be so partial cover. Harder it won't to be vault. total cover. Um, and uh, that there is an amount that you get for having partial cover, which is on my DM screen, which I don't. Oh no. <laughs> which, oh, I, which I put on the ground so I could see my immersion. This episode brought to you by. Uh, Chai spice latte. <laughs> Chai spice latte. It's not half and half. So it's a minus two modifier. <laughs> uh, that is what well, they have their attack bonus. Chai tea, like the Sahara Desert, it just means TT. <laughs> One is a 10, the other is a 16. So the 16 will hit on Rodana. That's it, Jeff. The Fight yourself. Lady. Yeah, I'm fighting myself <laughs> real good. We got to get more people, just players, so we can actually have things that are not just me fighting myself. <laughs> Stop trying to hit me and hit me. 
Um, that is one uh, d10. Um, that's a d12. Oh, Rodana. We we knew you well. We spoke to you once. <laughs> that is six damage. So they immediately start firing at what they um, see to be the, the biggest threat right now is the heavy weapon mounted in front of them. Um, they've took, they took a couple of pot shots. One missed. The other one hit Rodana squarely in the shoulder, dealing six damage to her. She's fine. Um, she's definitely a strong Ursum woman who don't need no Ursum man. Um, <laughs> also don't need no blood. But uh, she is bleeding from said shoulder. <laughs> she needs a little blood. <laughs> to be clear, uh, she is bleeding. She just needs enough blood, you know? Just push it back in, really. We it's all fine. need a little blood sometimes. <laughs> um, and uh, Alex, you go next. Yeah. Um, I want to take one of the EMP grenades. Um, like, oh, shit. Um, pull the pin count to two, um, panic toss it as deep into the elevator as as it'll go. Um, All right. I was looking up how grenades work, which I should have done before, um, considering I gave you guys grenades. Um, yeah, but would have been a good uh, idea. You, I think you attack against a um, an AC of 10 to try and get it where you're going to go. Oh, then sweet. it hits everything within a 10-meter um, radius around um for i think do you have the damage there somewhere no you just give me emp grenades all right but they handed me they handed me the grenades and i was like oh sweet <laughs> i will take these and are these like real there's, a, there's no there's a, an evasion uh saving throw that the targets can make to try and have the damage yeah this is assuming though that you throw Let it in it the work. correct direction yeah i'm not trying to aim it too much. I just want it in the elevator. So I believe this is a um, either a strength or dexterity exert, probably, or is there a throw skill? There is not a throw, and it's separate from yeah. So probably exert. All right, I'll do dexterity exert. Okay. It's not good. Seventeen. All, All right. right. Rolled an eighteen. So it goes exactly where you want it to go. Um, and as soon as it leaves my hand, I don't even confirm where it goes. I drop down, laser <laughs> rifle kind of resting on the sandbag. So just my head is like popping up over it. Whereabouts do you want to throw it? I don't think you can get all of these things, but I think you could probably get four of the security bots. Yeah, yeah. And, one of, the, um, and one of the um, soldier bots. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it in like one of the corners. Uh, again, just chucking it where, wherever it lands, it lands. Okay. I would assume you'd try and throw it away from Nona. That'd be yeah. appreciated. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go for the, the farther corner where Nona is farther away. I don't think you'll need to, to try Drive and run, out, dive run, out of yeah, the way. Dive out of the way. That's fair. And um, show that you are so. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I throw the EMP grenade, I'm like, oh, fuck, we have a robot. <laughs> we have a robot, too. <laughs> oh, no. I need oh, to God. remember this more often. Okay. I mean, it's new. So uh, it's new roll. It is new. <laughs> roll damage, which is one moment. Uh, d- 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 Which d- one's d- the 2D6. moment? 2d6. 5, 4, 9. Okay. Um, so these are the first two uh, security robots trying to dodge. They have a save of 15 plus. Neither of them made it. Which That was a total of 9? Nine? 9. Those two are destroyed. So they, they just crumple. Um, <laughs> no, Stacy! Yeah, you can take them off the board, but you guys will remember. Okay. Um, yeah, just the, the the next two, um, one of them makes it. It's the one closer. No, no, no. Other side, other side yeah. yeah. The um, but the other one is d- 
destroyed as well. So the three that are in the opening that were closest to the blast uh, immediately just sort of seize up and fall over. Um, so, so you destroy so basically the circuitry within them. Has damage then if it makes the dodge or it does. So okay. um, it was uh, nine. Yeah. So that is rounded down four. four. All right. Write down. So the the circuitry of it, it's starting to twitch a little bit, but it's that one's still standing. That one that's farther away from the blast. <laughs> that guy right there. Don't take him off right now. He's okay. not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, well, it's fine. I'm not dead first. yet. Don't worry. Rodana still has to take her move with her goddamn machine gun. Um, and the the uh, the soldier bot also makes a save. It also makes it save. Um, this was the uh, already previously damaged one. Um, so it takes four damage. And it is not looking good. Um, so they already immediately from one grenade have practically wiped out half of their... Alex is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Half of their group. Okay. And Rodana, uh, Rodana, she, um, even though she's been shot, she appears to be enjoying this right now and just starts absolutely um, going balls to the wall, just firing in a complete arc at the um, the opening there. Um, she's doing what's called she... suppressing fire. Suppressing <laughs> fire! Um, Got it. So... What this means mechanically is she will be spending twice as much uh, ammo this particular round. Uh, we'll be dealing half damage, but she effectively gets to hit everything, everything. unless they make an evasion save to um, miss. So she's going to be rolling 3d6 because that's what a heavy weapon does. That's scary. Yeah. I don't like this. Question. That's a lot. The um, soldier or leader bots or whatever we're calling the, the bigger ones mm-hmm. are... Um, Partial cover, total cover. Uh, they, I w- because they are up against the wall right now. It depends. Definitely from Rodana, sh- they have total cover. Mm. Um, like uh, Micah, because Micah's off to the side, might be able to see like half cover for uh, yeah. like the the one that, but not the one that's mm-hmm. straight on Close from you, but yeah. the one that's sort of across the Got way. Um, you know, sight lines and all of that. Yes. Got it. Um, so she's only going to be able to hit. Um, the the security dr- bots with this uh, suppressing fire, but the um, ones. yeah. So she rolls thirty nine. Playing with myself again, ten damage. Yes. So that's five. You don't need to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> and they each get to try and uh, make an evasion saving throw. Um, nope. <laughs> and this cancels it out, right? Nope. So they all take five damage. They're all dead. <laughs> all three of these? Yeah. All right. Pretty good round. <laughs> Surprise, robots. Surprise, was, robots. We like got a, a machine gun. Waiting for somebody to, to shoot the transceiver on the back of the leader bot and make all the other ones go down. But I guess we're not going to do that now. <laughs> it's fine. Turns out if you just kill all of the minions, <laughs> then there's you don't have to deal with the minions anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is the first round. Their forces are practically entirely wiped. Um, so I will do a... <laughs> the elevator door's closed. So what <laughs> happens check. now where neither of my events happened? Do I just sit on it? Is you it just, gone forever? Yeah, you just sort of sit on it. Okay. That's one of the things to being able to act out of turn. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, you can... You just sort of lose your turn. But now... Okay. Yeah. Cool. You still you don't Fine, lose yeah. your spot in the round. You still get to move first next round. Yeah, sure. Um, so 
robots do have morale. They do? Really? Yeah. Um, it's it's quite high, and it's hard to actually make them go, but um, they pass their morale check crazy because they robots do. really don't care about their own well-being. Sad. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> wow, that got <laughs> dark. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're back at the top now with uh, Nona. Cool. Um Given my position, I'm not really sure what is going on over there, but I'm probably going to move. There is um, to what I would assume to be my right. There appears to be some cover over there that's a little bit more can view things. So I'm going to mm-hmm. try and move towards that. So like here? Yeah. Yeah, you can do there. Cool. Um, Great. Yeah. I've moved there. Can I? I'm guessing I probably still can't see anything. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this this edge here, mm-hmm. the, the the one closer to you, is obscuring the um the, the farthest soldier. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, with that. If they move out, you can probably ready a shot. So, so if they move out, you can okay. fire on them. Then I will do that again. Cool. Still waiting for the if something leaves, mm-hmm. we'll shoot it. Micah. All right. Um. So I I can see. Uh, the one that's kind of opposite me, the, yeah. like, under, but from partial cover. And that's the undamaged one. Right. Um, about how big do these things look in terms of, like, mass? <laughs> if I had to guess, <laughs> hypothetically. Um, uh, oh, God. I, they're, they're humanoid-sized. Okay. Um, and they're also metal, so they'd be heavier than the standard person, but probably, like... Probably less than 400 kilograms. Yes. <laughs> Just to throw a number yeah, out there. Okay. A random number. Yeah. Nothing to do with anything, really. All right. I. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to Jeff, we're doing <laughs> reach out to that uh, robot with my telekinetic manipulation, and I'm going to try to scrap that bot, which is a variant of telekinetic thing. I where this for every game. Where uh, I can uh, smash robots that are not uh, virtual AI or a true AI. Uh, and if it's like not an especially military one, I just get to yeet it and it dies. Uh, and if it is more military grade, then I just do a lot of damage to it. It is more military grade. These are, they, they look like they appear to be made specifically for combat, um, mm-hmm. which is why they don't have like the stun batons and are actually carrying laser rifles. But you can certainly yeet it because it is still an expert system as opposed to a virtual intelligence. All right. I would like to, yeah, so grab it from where I can see it and behind its cover uh-huh. uh, and just like smash it into the ground, like right out in the open. I see. So you, you're <laughs> pulling it towards you and then sort of smashing it onto the ground right in front of Rodana's goddamn machine Teamwork. Gun. Yes. All right. Teamwork. And you can just sort of, you can just do that. As far as I can see, there is not a roll involved. All right. Roll, some, roll okay. for damage. So I will roll 2d10 damage on that. Uh, I love wow. this. That's cool. Oh, 2d10? Yes. <laughs> That's, oh, boy. That's when I get just Darth Vader's this robot. And he's like, <laughs> That's eight damage. Okay, it's still alive. <laughs> um, Not for long. So <laughs> you, you pick it up and smash it into the ground, and you see like its legs sort of buckle from the impact. Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> yeah, I can also see it now. You can also see action. it now. So you see this this robot just get pulled out and smashed on the ground. Like yes, Nona can do Shoot. something now. Shoot the thing. 
Shoot the thing. Yes, great. Um, so I've never actually shot a thing before, so I'm not 100% sure how that works. So I roll what now? You roll a, uh, a d20. No, okay. it just throws her gun at the rose. <laughs> Is that how this works? Boomerang, go. 17. That hits. Hooray. So roll for damage. And then I am using the laser rifle I was just given. So that is a 1d10. Yes, it is. Oh. Shoot it in nice. the face, except it doesn't have one. Not anymore. Hey, two. <laughs> that feels about right. It's still barely alive. All right. Well, um, I contributed. It counts. Me. It's, it's yes. legs Witness have me. buckled. <laughs> Teamwork. You, you took a shot and like you shot off its, um, you shot like one of its antenna. Like no. the thing in the back, uh-huh. the, the big sort of black receiver that it was had on this. its back, and it is it is struggling right now. Um, <laughs> it is the leader bot's turn, and this one is going to just take one more lineup at uh, you, Micah, because it saw you'd sort of do the <laughs> oh yeah, come the, the at force me, baby manipulation, and it's going to not hit. I don't think an eight hits your goddamn. It does not. Um, And the other one will uh, take a shot at Rodana again. Um, Oh, no. That's a two. So Rodana eats the bullet. She catches it in her teeth. Bites it out of the air and then spits it out, even though it's a laser bullet. Um, She has no teeth. And that, Alex, that that brings you up again. Um, You have uh, one that it looks almost completely wrecked uh, right in front of you with no cover. And then one with um, full cover that also does not look too good right now because it took that EMP blast and it was also the one that already had some damage on it. I'm going to shoot the one uh, out in the open. All right. I'm going to try for it. Uh, Oh, eight. Uh, To hit? Yes. No. Yeah, that's you. That tracks. <laughs> For sure. Alex is just like shaking. He's like, ah, and then uh, fucking laser rifle. He's no, Alex hasn't held a, has a, held a laser rifle. So um, there's a scorch mark next to the to the the one that's just sort of lying on the ground right now, just trying to do whatever it can to deal out as much damage as it can. Um, so... There was a little technical difficulty there, folks, which was my fault. Um, but we killed the last soldier robot. <laughs> well, I think from where you said we ended up, there was still oh, yeah. the two soldier robots. Nona shot at the one. Yeah, and I it hit straight it. on. And uh, Micah came up and swatted the last one with her eye beam. Well, whoa, 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 okay. But it was really epic, though, because she ran into the elevator directly at it. Yeah, and it yeah, was great. Weaving through the suppressing fire <laughs> <laughs> from from her own side. Um, and yeah, the the combat ends there. Uh, I'm sorry, messing with my notes right now. How dare you? How dare I? <laughs> Who takes notes, Jeff? Uh, I do, so I know what the hell's going on. All right, so the. Uh, the elevator opened with eight or so robots, and they have all been dispensed with in about less than 30 seconds. Awesome. Um, and as all you are are standing there, uh, Rodana just sort of rolls both of her shoulders, sort of taking, wincing when she rolls the, um, the injured one, looks over at you guys and says, that was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't even have to use the hover cycle. Pretty effective kill zone. Yeah. 
Do you need our help with uh, with a bun or? And she looks Hello. over at it and um, looks back at you and says, uh, "I can get Diane to look at it." Okay. So, quick question that I have because I forgot to write this down last time. We yep. were given laser rifles, and I'm assuming those have limited ammunition, similar to my laser pistol. That is true. How how much of those things? Or we could just go over it later. We can go over it later, but I believe they have 10. Okay, cool. That's what I was assuming. I lied. 20. Oh, Oh. sweet. Now I have 19 bolts left in that. Um, And those are powered by... uh, Lasers. uh, Power cells. Uh. I can't remember if it's type A or type B. One's a bigger one that powers, like, vehicles, and the other one is smaller and powers, like, Compads. I think type A is the normal one. Okay. Yeah. Double A or triple A? Uh, Just single. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. That's good to know. Um, Well, this was not the contract. We have more, Mm -hmm. right? This this isn't it. We can't just go back and be like, oh, we're done. Oh, we're not done. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Can I keep this? Holding up laser rifle. And uh, Rodana looks over (laughs) at Zix, who just sort of shrugs she said yeah it's yours can i keep the robots what (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i need scrap metal to fix the ship (laughs) shifty eyed nona (laughs) there's something very disturbing about this (laughs) um and rodana looks over at you and says we can split it 50 50 we we like using some of these parts for our own stuff too fair enough I don't know why Rodana sounds like a chain smoker, but <laughs> this is where I am right it's now. It's fine. It's fine. Just, what just roll with it. When you're a bear, this is what happens when you're a bear. A bear and who two goes through a, a box. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she looks over you guys and says, uh, "You cleared them out in less than uh, thirty seconds. That was impressive. Thanks for the assist. Um, yeah, S rank. I'm gonna get this." And she points over at her shoulder, looked at, and then I will discuss the terms and of uh, what we want you guys to do. Yes. Oh, okay. Good. So a little break. <laughs> yeah. And she um, she turns around and basically uh, just lifts up this huge like machine gun with just one arm and sort of throws it over her shoulder and starts walking back towards sort of where the rest of the camp is people start slowly like taking the sandbags and moving them out of the way. So they aren't like so intrusive anymore, but leaving some just so they don't have to put them all down again. We should put the machine gun on the elevator. That is clearly the correct next move here. We should put the machine gun on the hover cycle. Ooh. Nona is stricken speechless by this. <laughs> the possibilities were through her mind. Her mind is opened up <laughs> to a whole world. And, uh, so uh, a, a group of people, um, a couple of Ursum, uh, Zix, who is that torque with the, the spider legs, as well as um, Tony, who you guys, well, Nona hey, met Tony. briefly. <laughs> yes. Hey, Tony. Um, the, uh, the anime edgelord boy. Um, oh, also, he I is remember- 15. <laughs> defining characteristics, anime. Yeah, You're, you you had a description of him, um, but I forget what kind of ship it was. So His ship, Anthony, Tony, 
LeBeau, I believe. His ship is the Laughing Devil, but I didn't quite catch last time what type of ship it was. Ah, yes. Um, so there were a couple of ships that you looked at right. um, when you guys came in. There were three other ones. There was the uh, the Laughing Devil, which is what is called a naval courier. Got it. So it is um, all about speed. In fact, it has very minimal hard points, even compared to the Phoenix, which doesn't have a ton of hard points. I think it just has two. By standards, uh, the, the Laughing Devil has none. So it's all about speed, getting in, getting out, and quick movement. Cool. Um, there's another one, which was that patrol boat, mm-hmm. um, which was bigger and heavier and could probably hold like 20, 30 people or so. Whereas like the um, the Phoenix could only really comfortably house six. Mm-hmm. And then there was a smaller shuttle that seemed to be um, set up uh, for interstep and interstellar. I guess it is interstellar. Spike drive, spike drills. Got it. Uh, which shuttles aren't, aren't always um, set up for. Like there cool. is both starships that are capable of spike drills and then those that are uh, unable to do spike drills um, that just are interplanetary, inter, uh, intersystem things, rather intrasystems. Cool. Yep. So Rurodana said she was going to go and get um, fixed up in the med bay, which you know Claire is still uh, there. Are you guys doing anything in the meantime while you're waiting for her to sort of patch herself up and give you the lowdown on what she needs from you guys? Uh, yeah, I'm hanging out in the med bay. Uh, I want to go over to Claire and do just kind of a cursory inspection on her, mm-hmm. um, see how she's doing. I will grab the hover cycle and bring it in that direction as well. This time Are you going to bring it into the med bay? No, 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 no. I'm going to leave it in the hallway outside the med bay, but ideally still trying to figure out the feasibility of getting the machine gun mounted to the hover bike because that would be really cool. Oh, no. What have I done? <laughs> um, You've given us too many toys, Jeff. Mobile artillery. <laughs> um, uh, Micah, are you doing anything in particular? Um, no, I mean, I'm like... I'm raring to go. I definitely want to get out there again as soon as possible. But for now, I'll go back to the med bay with everyone. Cool. So um, Fu is still uh, unconscious on the table. He, he took what appeared to be a couple of um, laser rifle strikes to his body. It's not doing great. Um, you notice Diane's really looking over him um, specifically. But now you also have Claire, who's on another table. She also appears to be not unconscious. Well, Sleeping, but not like in a coma kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, hooked up to some um, fluids to make sure she's doing all right. Um, she has like a nice sort of um, blanket over her and she's just peacefully sleeping. Hasn't really stirred all of that much. Um, so Diane seems to be taking good care of her. Um, and in the... It, <laughs> within the... Um, I just, I, I pictured this and immediately laughed. Sorry. Um, Don't laugh at her space daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She's um, going monster? through Ro- She's Rodana, with Ro- Rodana is going through the, um, the, the supplies and um, Diane is trying like, hey, can, can I, can I help you out? And she's, uh, Rodana keeps pushing her off and is just slowly <laughs> sewing up 
the, the thing by herself. Like, no, 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 I, I, it was, I got it. I got it. It wasn't a puncture. It's a, it's a laser. It's a burn mark. You don't need to saw it. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks over and goes, don't tell me how to live my life. She goes back to sewing the burn marks. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Um, Diana, how is uh, your other patient? Is food doing better? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's doing all right. He took a couple of shots there and we were, uh, worried we were going to lose him, but we got a Lazarus patch on him and he's doing fine. Um, the fact that they got through his, um, well, uh, the, the, the fact that they got through his, um, dermal armor was, uh, a little bit surprising and she just sort of looks back over at him and, she she does a thing that you would expect is a little bit a little bit too personal um to just be a, a doctor patient uh relationship where she sort of brushes a hair out of his eyes. Um I don't know. She could just be very touchy feely. You, you do know. <laughs> Maybe she is just a very touchy feely doctor. It's just the Grey's Anatomy Hospital here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um so Rodana is done um, stitching up her burns, <laughs> <laughs> and she, she turns to you guys and says, um, "This right. is infected now." <laughs> <laughs> Quick recap: What do you guys know about this here uh, Glazov Five, and what I need from you, so I don't have to repeat what you already know. There's a security system that's on. We need to go in the elevator and go figure out how to turn it off. There's a lot more of those things there. Yeah, we beat up robots on the way. <laughs> and yeah. we may or may that- not be able to attach the machine gun to the hover cycle. Is that pretty much it? <laughs> and um, she uh, goes and sits on one of the, the, the stools and says, I'll give you a little bit of background here. So... We don't know exactly what Glazov 5 was uh, made for, but it definitely appears to be pre-scream tech, pre-tech. Um, pre-tech for short. Pre-tech for short. <laughs> need to be short? It feels confusing. It, it always needs to be short. It's got to be fast. Pre-tech. Um, got to sue my boo wound. <laughs> We don't know what happened to the station or, or why it uh, fell out of service. As you can see, it has some holes in it. Um, there are several different layer levels that we can get to. The only one that we can currently get to is the uh, the ring that we're currently on and the access to the elevator. Um, so as you guys remember, um, <laughs> I'm pointing out the, uh, how this whole structure is set up again. There's <laughs> rings on either side. Great and then there's a straw. Yeah, there's a, a bulbous. There's a bulbous thing in the center, and she goes on and says, um, <clears throat> "Well, we need to get down to uh, level two and level three, which is the larger ring on this side, and then the innermost level, uh, in order to take out the uh, automation. Uh, we believe it's somewhere housed on level three. As of right now, we don't have control over the elevator." Um, as I believe Danny talked to you guys, this station is set up in several different black boxes, um, such that, uh, some machines that are wired to work on one black box, if they cross over into another, they'll run out of range. Now it appears to be the automation has control of the other, uh, four, 
uh, sections, the other three rings, sorry, no, yeah, four, the other three rings and the one bulbous center. Um, we believe we can get to the center, though. We can get, take control of the entire station. We believe that each black box is housed on each of the sections of the ship. So in all likelihood, we need to go section two first, which is the larger ring on this side, and then into the center. While we don't have control of the elevator, we do have access to the elevator shaft, which we can take to go down to the second, second section. Turn on probably the... Uh, the power is off as well as any life support and then reset the black box such that it is separate and unable to be controlled by the central automation defenses. I'm Follow sorry. me so far. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. So, yeah. It was basically what we were saying. <laughs> That's. You go on the elevator. You can't go, you can't go to the middle first. Well, you could, but we would have no way of getting to you if something went bad. And eh, we have reasons to believe that <laughs> the center has heavier protections than the outer rings. So we can't use the elevator yet. No, you'll have to take the elevator shaft. There is a uh, ladder for manual access oh. that you can get down to the second layer god damn it jeffrey's tubes <laughs> but uh how far have you all gotten is it cleared a certain amount could we expect a, a safe descent down the shaft or so we have this ring fully secured the only way in or out of it is through the elevator which is why we have protection surrounding the elevator we have reason to believe that once we reset the black box of the innermost ring that the automation will no longer be able to use the elevator between the two rings. So effectively, rather than opening ourselves to two fronts, to two rings that we have to defend, we would be defending ourselves on the closer innermost ring. And it's not, um, is it a roguelite scenario or is it a linear thing? Do we have to get to the center to solve it? And if we fail, if we have to retreat, we have to do it all again? Or do we gain ground steadily where we go to a certain area, um, control a little bit, and then are able to retreat every little time? That's that's what I'm curious about, if anything. How much are we going to have to fight? Have you made any ground yourselves? No, we haven't made a big expedition every time we try and send a large group of people. It seems to tip off something. Anything over five people seems to um, call, set something off. Um, we're planning on setting the small team down there so that we can take all of it in one go, have the rest of the team set in the elevator such that when that black box is taken, we can move the elevator down and then fully take control of that ring. Understood. There are there any other kinds of bots that you've seen down there? Is that pretty much what we saw pretty much it from what you saw? Yes. Uh, so a lot of security bots, um, they don't do anything much more than give you a nice shock. But uh, even that after a while and then getting tossed out of the cold will do anyone um, in. <laughs> the, uh, there have been more soldier bots appearing as of late. We do not know where they are coming from or why there's specifically more of them now. 
Um, but most of the most of the station has been guarded by the security bots so far. There have been a few other bots. Um, Adam is a repurposed one that you probably have met now if you mm. ran into Danny. Um, they seem to be used for uh, communications more than anything else. Uh, um, violent. All right. Understood. Good. Then. Um, Sounds fun. <laughs> what's our timeline? I guess mostly asking Nona and Micah how when do we want to set out? What, well, ta- what time is it in yeah, space? What, what is space it? time is it? So um, I've been thinking a little bit about this because it would probably be super um, disorienting going from one planet and then another planet with, well, it would be constantly getting jet lag. Mm-hmm. Um, most people tend to run on 25 Terran hours, um, just sort of have that nice round number other than the 24. Fuck um, 24. Um, so, and they try and keep things synced as much as possible, especially in space when it doesn't really matter when the light is coming up or down. Um, I, I'm not actually sure exactly what time it is, you guys have already spent about an hour on this ship, um, but you came. It, it took about two days to uh, get here, so it's it's probably like lunch ish or midday. Given that we will be climbing a ladder, I should probably go put the hover bike back. Sigh. Yeah. Sadly. I'm Such a cool going idea, to go do though. that, and while I am doing that, if it is possible. I would like to, um, actually, I don't know if I know how to do this yet. Mm. The the core split thing. You said oh. I could leave basically a backup of me somewhere and like on the ship was a valid we've actually location. Gone, I don't think we've, yeah, I don't think we've actually gone over this mm. on the podcast. So if you want to quickly explain what, what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, sure. So since I'm an AI, I'm not the, the. What is considered to be Nona is not actually the body I'm in, but the code itself sort of thing. And the code itself can be moved and put into different bodies and sometimes split similar to like similar to but distinct from the like split focus thing I had going on earlier. But this is a you can store a backup of yourself anywhere you could normally you know, put your consciousness and it's specifically for in the case of total destruction, having a backup. Yeah. So a, a couple of other things, you basically take your core and split off a, a sliver of it, mm-hmm. your original core, as well as the split off part, um, effectively regrow. So it, it's, it's a little bit more magical and uh, beyond understanding uh, than just uh, we upload Nona's code to something else. Like there is a physical uh, fist size sort of core that is Nona mm-hmm. that resides within this armature that um, is the outward appearing part of her. So yes, that is something that you can do. Yeah. Um, you you like need the tools useful. in order to be able to split it up. So it's not something like, ah, mm-hmm. I'm just going to break this off and then put it here. And it's, we don't it's have a little bit more involved. that access on the ship. What, what tools do you have? Do you guys have like meta tools and stuff like that? Um, it's very it, possible that um, uh, Zix might also have something. Yeah, I have some tools. Um, yeah, I've got a meta tool. And, meta tool, line hmm. shunt, tool kit, slash post tech. I have no idea what that last one is. Something with slash post tech? Tool kit, slash there's a, there's, post tech. There's a pre-tech toolkit 
And then a post-tech toolkit and the pre-tech oh, toolkit see. is nicer. Mm. Oh, I see. So this is a post-tech toolkit. It's yeah. like a okay, normal Everything toolkit. that's happening, sort of, every tech that is readily available right now is what's considered post-tech. Hmm. After the screen, so post that's that's screen the tech. question: tech. <laughs> is do we have the do we have the necessary things needed to do that? You you do, I think, with the, those tools. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be, it's not something that you're like, oh, I just need to cut this piece of wood and then I'm yeah, good to go. No, it's okay. it's a little bit more intricate than that. So I was kind of time. hoping that while these other people were actually doing stuff, I'd just be like, I'm going to go put the hover cycle back and just disappear for a while. Okay. If it's like a whole day procedure, no. No, but it if would it's probably like... be like 30 minutes. Okay, then like I would probably go do that. Yeah, like we could go grab lunch. <laughs> it's lunchtime. There's a cafeteria. This is... So, um, yeah, you guys have already seen sort of a mess hall where you saw like yeah. a bunch of Ursum and people. Um so Nona's going to go off and do that. And you're going to be like, yeah, Nona's taking a long time to put that away, huh? <laughs> um, so do you want to just, you're just going to do that? Yeah. And then if, the, if we're making plans right now, if their plans are to go eat, I will tell them I will catch up with them in the cafeteria or wherever. If we, if I get to know where they're planning on going, I will catch up later. And if not, I will just be wandering aimlessly around the ship going, friends. So, you know. <laughs> One of those two things will happen. And you guys want to hang out in the mess hall and leave um, Claire in the med bay? Seems like she's in good hands. Yeah, definitely grab grab a bite. Um, yeah, for now. Um, one other thing. You guys didn't ask like what you would get for reward. Like, uh, you, didn't you we talk about that initially? I, I think you did, maybe. No, um, yeah, we, yeah, we are getting a new ship or the registration change. Yeah, you get a registration yeah. change okay. and, and we're splitting loot 50-50. Yes. yes. We get to keep half um, of everything that we find in there. Well, we can that wave we tell it them away. About but, um, <laughs> that we tell them Anything about. that you can carry back and then anything else is split 50-50. Um, Got it. Depending on if you guys want to keep it or they sell it off and they'll send mm-hmm. you the, the credits later. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, one thing is, uh, we should actually do this in our piece. So um, as you guys are discussing sort of the um, the terms of this agreement, uh, Rodana speaks up and says, uh, so we can definitely get that registration up and going, but it might take some time. Uh, maybe a couple of turn days, maybe a turn week. It's not something that we can't just do automatically. We need to get some people in place and some money in place in order to do that. Oh, well, we don't have a ton of time. Not necessarily. Um, The other thing we were considering was a trade-in. Switch this ship with something else. It runs a little bit hot, but then you have as much time as you need to get a rock solid registration set. Um, If that is open to the two of you. But our paint job. (laughs) Only sweetens the deal. It's wonderful. It uh, has fire. It's called the Phoenix. Pretty good name, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) And she mulls this over. You guys got to leave that fast. Alex, we don't need to like dip out that fast. First of all, can I just remind you once again, the paint job is sick. Look at those. Do you really want to part with those flames? Well, Um, to be fair. But more importantly, like obviously, look, I want to get out of here 
as fast as you do, but I think it makes sense to to hold on to the ship and like we want to be off the radar a little bit right now anyway. Like, where are we going to go? We're going to go to where certain people who are looking for us might look for us. This place seems all right. I don't need time to think about it. I don't. I don't like just sitting here when other people know that we came here, even if they said that they would not tell, you cannot uh, necessarily put 100% of your faith in it. But if this is what we have to do, then it's what we have to do, and we'll uh, we'll handle it when we need to. And Rodana speaks up and says, uh, you're, uh, you guys also have a um, fourth member that is in the med bay right now. Isn't she going to need some time? Yes, I was hoping for a few days, obviously, but if it's it's different. It's different. I was prepared to send a couple days. Hearing a week is different. We can chain. We can try and expedite things, but that means we might have to renegotiate the um, salvage rights. Twenty five percent. Plus anything we can carry. And and she gives you a little grant that plus anything you can carry. We should have started higher. <laughs> no, now if you're like, ah. Well, if it's a matter of buying a couple of days, how much is that worth to us? Uh, we don't even know what's down there. Could be some good stuff. Well, I guess the question is how much is a couple of days worth to you, Dordana? Knowing that we're being chased by a couple people, and if they are ending up here, it won't be just a headache for us, I assure you. Well, I don't particularly like getting too far into people's businesses, but uh, seeing as how you cleaned up those robots back there, I was hoping you'd stay a little bit longer than just a couple days to a week, and maybe stay here. Make money with us. <laughs> Very uh, flattering. But we have our own things. Maybe we'll come back and uh, handle it. But we have some short-term business to take care of. We're pretty safe here, at the very least. Only few people know this location. I understand you guys learned of it from uh, an employee of ours. And she puts like the the quotation marks around employee. Um, but this station has the ability to move if need be. It was previously moved before um, probably why it got a little jumbled up in here. Um, but has the ability to uh, move places. So if we need to skedaddle to another location, we can, but does cost money and we do need the ability to uh we need to get to the core first in order to do that given that that's the case i think i vote we stay the week and we'll figure things out we'll stay the week we'll take the 50 plus everything we can carry and we'll figure the rest of this out later yeah I so, like that plan. This is this is GM speaking. So you're at you're saying you, you'll you'll take standard shipping rather than uh, next day shipping. <laughs> Correct. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Fun. All right, so um, you guys go off and do your things. Rodana says she needs to get some things and some people in order before they're ready to set people out, but they would probably do it later today. Um, so Nona went off and did her thing. Um, <laughs> save. I do my quick save back up. <laughs> yeah. How, how much do you know about your core and this is a thing that you can do? And So that's the... that answer is going to depend on how much um how much that information is sort of out there if it's mm-hmm. very specialized knowledge and i didn't talk it over specifically with glink like probably not if it's a thing that people are using on a regular basis that i've just never considered using before and it's more of a might as well try this sort of thing either either way this is definitely the first time I would be attempting something like this, mm-hmm. but it it's up to the universe, basically. Yeah. So I want to say that uh, so true AI is something that uh, is extremely, extremely rare. Mm-hmm. Um, you yourself have not. It, it took a while to even find someone who knew what true AI was and like had some ideas about like what might be associated with it. Mm-hmm. You've never met another true AI to your knowledge of. Um, but uh, so while this might not be something that um, is like intellectually known, like written down, this is something that true mm-hmm. AI can do. It's something that you've always, it's innately known. Like okay. it's just, it's a piece of you that you're like, I can, this is something that I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've never really had a safe place to put it. Yeah. Um, so you've always, okay. and also like if you, it is possible to separate it and then just sort of leave it out. But then your consciousness, if the original sort of gets destroyed. Your consciousness it, just ends up on the floor. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so oftentimes someone will have, you'll have like a backup armature yeah. or plug it into something. Or say a different robot body. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetically. I, I, yeah, I will say like it'll probably take about 30 minutes to um, split this core. Mm-hmm. Um but I think if you want to make a housing for it, that's either like part of the ship or another armature, that's mm. going to take some time. I'd have to look if that's something that you want to do. I'd have to look exactly how long it would take. Okay. So the pro- the problem here is that if I were to split this off and just drop it somewhere safe on the ship, I get killed. I am or my main body gets killed, I'm effectively just dead because nobody knows this is a thing I can do and nobody knows what to do with it, even if they did know that. So there's not really any value for me to like cut that, like do that little thing if I can't put it anywhere. Um. So Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. It, it's going to take longer than just a half hour. I'm mm-hmm. going to say it's going to take about an hour, but you can... Set something rudimentary up so that you are able to vocalize through the core. That's that's fine. Such enough, that you, you someone just hears like Nona's voice and then just sees this glowing blue core and like a, a, a sound sort of okay, or like speaker or something. I'm gonna put that in the glove box, <laughs> <laughs> like right up in the in the bridge. Yeah, okay. the idea being if like. I want to put it somewhere that's not exactly out of the way. Like if I put it in my room, there's a very good chance people are never going to stumble upon that. But if you got to drive the ship. That's fair. 
Um, so you'll, you'll put it in like a, a hidden location within the bridge. Make sure you make note of that mm -hmm. um, and where that is. Okay. We may need to discuss later in more detail and more specific layout of how the bridge works. But yes, I can do that. Cool. So while Nona's is doing that and she said, oh, I'll just be back. She's gone for like an hour, which you find a little bit weird. But I, do you guys end up going looking for her? I hope she didn't go down the fucking elevator again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was bad. She did already do that once. Uh, yeah, we like uh, after eating, I would definitely go look for her because mm -hmm. we need her to get started. Cool. Um, anything happen over over lunch? In particular, you guys talk uh, things over. What kind of food they that. got? Space food. Um, it's not um, very fresh. They don't have like a hydro farm sort of around. It's a lot of like prepackaged stuff that they can sort of heat up and reconstruct with water. Um, it's brought in. So like it, not a ton of like fresh fruit and vegetables, but, you know, like some freeze dries like steak. They have Dippin' Dots. Yeah, it is the ice cream of the future, Philip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sweet. There is no ice cream. It's all Dippin' Dots now. Oh, I don't want to live in this reality anymore. <laughs> I think uh, Alex is, is mostly quiet. He'll eat the gruel and will engage in conversation, but won't uh, go out of his way to start it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys get um, a nice sort of meal under your belt. Um, you go and uh, Nona, are you trying to hide this from them? Like the a fact that you can do this, or um, no? Okay. I didn't. I didn't want to like. Hey, everybody it. on this ship! I'm gonna go try and split off a piece of my personality. But given that they know this is not an attempt to prevent yeah. them from knowing, and I think in general, if I can get it. What I would like is to put it in a place that one is not visible, but two is also not reachable in necessarily a convenient way. Like if there exists a ladder or something that you would have to like set up. Basically, I'm hoping to set it up in a way such that nobody stumbles over it. Mm -hmm. I see what Accidentally. you're saying. Accidentally. Yeah, we, we can figure I'm that out. I'm going to say there's a way that you can do that okay. without really trying to dive into the space. You know, taping um, it behind, <laughs> behind a supporting <laughs> beam or something like that. So, um, Alex, are you going with Micah to try and find Nona? Or are you just sort of... I'm going to go back to the med bay. Okay. So you're hanging out with Claire. Um, Micah, you, you head back and um, Nona, where, where are you doing this? Are you doing this in the hangar, in your room? Like... I was picturing initially doing it somewhere in the cockpit area. Okay. So um, again, if that's if that's possible. Mikey, you go up through the ship and you don't immediately see anything. You go upstairs and like knock on her door and she doesn't seem to be there. Then you hear um some some things like <laughs> various like um like construction noises. Not like construction <laughs> noises, but like tinkering noises um happening in the uh the cockpit with the door mm -hmm. closed. Uh, I'm going to walk in. All right. So yeah. you, you walk in and you see Nona sort of hunched over. Um, so you, you come in. It's a little bit of a, a state of shock because you see she has um, her, uh, her, her blouse sort of buttoned down and out of like a cavity within her body, this sort of fist-sized glowing um, with this blue light uh, crystal 
almost <laughs> um, attached to a bunch of like wires and um, pipes almost. <laughs> it's Iron Man. <laughs> I was just going to like, yeah. basically look at Iron Man. And All right. It's it's on this. Um, she has it on the, um, the, the sort of the <gasps> command panel and she is like going at it <laughs> with like. Um, oh my like god, a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be, but just picture if it was. And um, it has like some other sort of various things from the scrap pile, like the speakers and various other circuitry, <laughs> just sort of off to the side. And no, no, you see Micah come in. <laughs> Hi. Uh, hey, y- you good? Is this <laughs> is this okay? <laughs> Yes. Um, I realized early to earlier today in our encounter that um, my body is not particularly durable. And um, in the state that I'm in right now, if it were to be destroyed, that that would be the end of me. That would be sad. So what I'm doing is I'm creating a backup of me that I can put somewhere and that if my body gets destroyed, ideally you or Alex or maybe Claire can go find me a new one. So what you're saying is, are you that crystal thing? Oh, some cool robot shit, man. Agreed. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. As long as you're not like falling apart or dying or something right now. No, in okay. fact, I'm hoping to prevent dying. Cool. Uh, Very hard. Are you like r- wrapping up or how, how long is this going to take? I don't know. Another 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Approximately you, 18 more minutes. Do you mind if I watch? This looks Not like some cool shit. <laughs> I just love how every new thing about Nona is just like <laughs> she's doing like some this weird thing in the corner. You're like, uh, <laughs> you all right there? And she's like, yeah, perfectly fine. Like, awesome, <laughs> all right, that's great, love it. I'm just gonna <laughs> fucking go. excellent, you funky little robot. <laughs> so you you guys sort of hang out. Um, might even take some pointers from Micah, saying, ah, you probably mm-hmm. want to hook up the the speaker this way or something mm, like that. Totally. Uh, like you can, if you route the power this way, you can get it a little bit louder, so we can make sure we can hear you. We can do mm-hmm. a little bit of Marco Polo or something. <laughs> um, so you guys have, have gotten that done. You've got your, I think it's called a quantum phylactery or something like that. Um, you have it safely stashed somewhere within the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys, um, you leave the ship, I assume, heading back to, I, I assume Alex said he was going to be in the med bay. So you're going to head back to the mm-hmm. med bay and meet up with everyone. Yeah. Cool. Um, so some time passes and Rodana pokes her head back in and Diane throughout this time was going in and out. Fu is still, um, unconscious on uh, one of the cots. While I'm in the med bay and the other two are, are on their ship, uh, who's, who's around? Is it just me, Claire, Diane, and Fu? Yeah, Diane's coming in and out. Um, Danny also is occasionally like poking her head in, making sure everything's okay. Adam's always with her. When I get the three of them together um diane uh danny and and foo are all there mm-hmm. um alex has kind of been sitting next to claire kind of making sure she's okay she seems to be getting better mm-hmm. um and as they're talking i just kind of go up to to foo's bed or wherever they're congregating and say um 
So I wanted to ask the three of you, uh, or I suppose the two of you for right now, what was down there? What brought him this way? He's wearing armor much better than, and I just like pull up my secure clothing, like just like a janitor's <laughs> uniform, you know? Um, was it the, the things that were two different robots, uh, black ones and ones with stun batons? Anything special? Why was he down there alone? Um, Danny sort of looks over at uh, Diane, who shakes her head and says, we were down there together. Um, we wanted to do some recon around the uh, elevator and found um, there were a couple of people, a couple of robots stationed within the, uh, the, the shaft itself. We took care of most of them, but old, old Scraggly there got a good couple on uh, Fu and took us a little bit longer to get back than we originally expected. Um, we don't know when they put up the uh, the guards, but they'll occasionally be there. Sometimes they won't. Um, if the elevator gets used, though, we get the whole whole nine yards with the, uh, the siren blaring. Uh, Zix made sure of that. Why do you ask? Just wanted to know. What is it like here? Is it comfortable? You all seem close. And Danny, um, she she sort of smiles at that, and Diane goes, "Well, there's um, it's a it's a family." Um, Rodana is uh, the matriarch of the uh, the Paragon clan. Who's sort of the original members of the uh, Paragon freelancers and just charismatic. And uh, Fu and myself, we came across her and she hired us. Danny, when she um, did a checked in on her, uh, her cousin on Gal, uh, joined us then. And she's. Danny's great with some mechanics and we got dicks and zicks and yeah, it's just our family's slowly been growing and yeah, it's, it's nice here. We all have things that um, have happened in our past that uh, we aren't necessarily too proud of and Rodan doesn't care about that. It's uh once you are a part of the Paragon freelancers, you're our family. Because it was built out of her family. That's nice to hear. Um, I pull on my compad. Rodana made an offer besides our current mission. Would you be able to put her number in? Uh, I'd ask herself, but she's not by. I, I might. I told her we had some business to take care of, and we do. But after that, I, I might want to get in contact. And uh, Diane nods her head and says, yeah, sure, I can get that for you. She pulls out her own compad and, um, you know, compads have a fairly unique sort of identifier within them themselves. So uh, you have to be within range of the, the tower that you're trying to contact and stuff like that. So there needs to be communication between the two. Walkie-talkie, not cell phone. <laughs> it's cell phone in that, that you, no, cell phones can No, I meant range-wise. Like, yeah. Um, well... Cell phone, because you, you can't call between planets, right? Mm -hmm. But if you are in the same sort of vicinity in the same planets and there is a big enough infrastructure, you can definitely call. Um, and yeah, so Diane gives you that information. Says, um, 
I don't know what y'all are running from, but can't be much bigger than what's already coming after us. Don't tell me that. <laughs> um, and Fun. Diane looks over at Danny, who um, says, uh, um, there's a reason why uh, we um, found this place. Our, our last uh, base of operations was attacked. Um, and she trails off. Some people died. Some got taken. We don't know why. Um, but yeah, um, we uh, w- there's a reason why we chose this station and why we feel we're safe here. That's good. Well, uh, we're going to be doing something a little dangerous, and you guys won't be directly involved, but if shit really hits the fan, it might be nice to have a, a proven warrior on our side. And I reach over and I touch uh, Fu on the shoulder, and I'm going to use my bionics to bring him back up. So that's 2d6 plus 2 that I'm going to heal. Nice. Wow. Uh, that is a four total. Okay. Um, so you, you lay your hand on him and how exactly does this, does this manifest? Um, um, I think it's a little slow coming for Alex for, for various reasons, but he, he puts a hand on his shoulder. Um, nothing happens for a little bit, kind of take a deep breath in. Um, I think his eyes, he kind of has them closed and as they open, they glow just a little bit like a little golden color, not as bright as Claire's by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, the the glow kind of manifests itself very briefly in the skin of, of the hand that's touching Fu. Um, and whatever burn marks that are, that are still there that are uncovered um, start to recede just a little bit as the, uh, the Biosonics works. Uh, commit effort. And... Um... I don't think you you told um, Danny or Danielle that you were a, a biopsionic, right? No. So a, as they they see this happening, they um, they're uh, amazed, um, like thrown off a little bit. Um, just like they weren't expecting this. They they knew you were a, a doctor of some kind, but um, makes a little bit more sense now. Like um. With also the, the the fact that Micah showed off was uh, also a, a a telekinetic, and um, with that um, with those extra hit points, Fu um, he he cracks his eyes open and says, uh, um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "Ooh, ow!" and looks up up at uh, you, Alex, and goes, "Who are you?" Hi, sorry. Yes, personal space. Uh, Alex, I'm a, a newcomer. And, and uh, Dan, uh, Diane goes up and, and hugs Fu and gives him a, a swift kiss. <laughs> um, really touchy-feely, doctor. He's like, wow. <laughs> whoa, doctor. <laughs> um, You're discharged. <laughs> <laughs> and Fu speaks up and says, "Hey, babe." <laughs> I just scared her for a second there, and she um n- nods and gives him a hug. And Danny looks over at you and says, uh, "Biosonic, huh?" 
Uh, shit fun, but yes. Well, there's a reason Rodana took a liking to you guys, I guess. She always knows how to pick them. Okay. Um, well, I think she's getting th- uh, things ready. Um, she was planning on meeting people here since I, she knew uh, you guys have a crewmate here. Do you know where the other two are? Oh, uh, on the ship somewhere. I don't know. Michael went to get uh, Nona. Okay. Um, and as they're trying to figure this out, you two have come in and come, come through the door. Nice. <laughs> Coincidences! Hooray! Timing! Storytelling. Storytelling. <laughs> the GM has control over this universe. Um, so uh, you guys get in. You're, you're gathered. You're all ready. Um, Fu is uh, a little up and a little bit more active. Definitely like four hit points. Uh, doesn't get him fully back and up and running, but he's definitely uh, healthier than he previously was, um, almost practically unconscious and slash comatose. Uh, well, sleeping, yeah, you know. It's, <laughs> I'm hurt so bad, I need to sleep for like 20 hours kind of deal. <laughs> so, um, and Rodana comes by and uh, trailing behind her is uh, Tony, Tony LeBeau. Um, with his spiked up hair and his Joker tattoo. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I'm glad, I appreciate that every single time he appears, we have to go through his appearance one more I time. I love Just, this man. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Rodana says, all right, so we don't know if there's going to be uh, oxygen and atmosphere down there in uh, the second level. So we're going to provide you guys some armored vac suits. Um, and stepping out for a real sec, vac suits are effectively this post-tech um, space suits. They're, they're pretty tight-fitting. Armored ones are a little bit better. You can look them up, add them to your character sheets. They might be useful. <laughs> Who knows? Also, uh, Nona... You don't need an armor. I'm not vac telling suit. them that. <laughs> I know, but just so you know. Oh, I am well aware. Um, and I believe, Micah, you have an ability that allows you to basically have a vac suit. Yeah, I can do that for yeah for myself. Basically, just to like turn it on and off whenever I want, or I could extend it to our whole group uh, by by expending more. Well, how heavy is it? Is kind of the deciding factor here. Define heavy. Um, the vac suit. How much encumbrance is it? Oh, got to look that up. It, it's. I'll. I'll take it. We don't need to. Nope. It would be readied anyway, so I can wear that. It's fine. I, I think they're probably. Um, I think it, some vac suits are actually like. Uh, multiple encumbrance. How do you spell yeah. that? V A C C. Ah. I, think I want to use all my brain power for smashing robots. Yeah, armored vac suits um, are to encumbrance to wear. Okay, I can still tolerate that. It does mean carrying less shit back. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so they hand this over to you, like. No, no, no. And you just go <laughs> and put on like, like I I don't have to deal with anything uh, in this. So are you also going to use that for, um, are you going to tell other people not to, to wear back suits? I have this. Um, because that also means yeah. if you go down, everyone, yeah, no, except Nona, one. dies. <laughs> I'm wearing mine. Yeah. It's a, I am a very <laughs> fragile human who needs breathing. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that I, I want to do that with everybody else. Okay, so it's just you. I'll, I'll just do it for you, myself. So Rodana hands it out to you, and you're like, nah, I don't, I don't need this. And you just no. sort of show off your telekinetic armory again with the sort of shimmering sort of... It, does yeah. it look like anything? I know you yeah. said you had, uh, like, spikes on the side. So, yeah, the for, for the armor, I got some shoulder spikes. Uh, yeah, so generally I do choose, choose to make it visible. Uh, it's kind of, like, faintly glowing, like, yellowish and sort of, like, tessellated, like, little triangles is kind of how I, how oh, I think cool. of doing it. So cool. it's kind of like a, a light pattern all across. Um, yeah, so for the... Uh, what's this thing called? For the pressure field, which is the vac suit one, it's kind of a, a tight-fitting kind of a arrangement of that. All right, cool. Um, Alex, are you going to be taking a uh, vac, uh, yes. vac suit? Yes. Um, <laughs> I question. Yes. Looking up in the rules, it looks like it has an armor class of 13. Mm-hmm. I believe so, yes. Which is the same as the secure clothing. Yes. Okay. You, you, you wouldn't wear the secure clothing and the armored vac suit. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Um, the, the two don't armor class doesn't stack. You just take the highest one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you would take off the armor clothing. So it's and, literally but, irrelevant for me because I have an innate armor class of seventeen. You know that's true. So you could take <laughs> just a regular back suit, which you guys would have on the ship. I don't think we've explicitly said this, but yeah, the, the ship would have like a couple of back suits just around, but not armored ones made right. for combat. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think go for a normal one because yeah. I'm quick, I'm yeah. dodgy, I don't want to be encumbered. That's totally why. Okay, oh, that's, <laughs> you know that's completely true. I was about to say there is a weapon known as vac suit rippers. Yes, I um, saw that in the which rules. Are specifically made to rip through vac suits and effectively take out whoever's wearing one. And armored vac suits are better at defending against those attacks. Yep. There's no reason, <laughs> there's, but saying that you don't even necessarily need the vac suit. Yeah, no, the vac suit is entirely disguised. So you, you'll just say like, I don't need armor. I'm fine like this. <laughs> yeah. And Alex is like, please give me the armor. <laughs> okay, so I will get the- So you guys are, are getting stuff. all suited up and um, Rodana says, uh, and uh, Tony will be going with you guys, um, giving you some backup. Hopefully he can provide some assistance. He's pretty good at sneaking around and taking some long pot shots at things. And he just goes out. He's out, like hanging out by the uh, the door with his his back leaned against the wall, his arms crossed. Like, yeah, I am. Good. I'm I'm, I'm dying to be on this character too <laughs> much. <laughs> All right, Tony. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> You guys are going to kill this man <laughs> off and then just say, eh, shit happens, you know? Can we have his corpse? <laughs> half. We can only keep half of Well, if we corpse. can carry the corpse. <laughs> um, oh, space mercenaries. So, yeah, you guys are all suited up and ready to go. Um, and um, Rodana says, all right, so we need to go over exactly what we need to do for um, just... Steps wise, we're gonna be looking for things. All that, all those nine yards. We're gonna meet up. But let's go to um, the lab real quick. The 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 workshop. We'll talk to uh, Zix about exactly everything that we need to do, and we'll get you guys on and going. I'll get a crew ready to be on the elevator when you guys take control. Everything makes sense. Sure. Yeah. We'll yeah. Uh, get you word. 
So you guys go over to the workshop where you actually see um, two torque um, in here. There is uh, Zix, who you've obviously met before, the old, old uh, torque with um, all these crystalline on him, sitting in a um, the spider tank. And there is a much, much younger uh, torque along with him. Looks very similar. Also has that very dark green look to him with those sapphire specks. Um, no no indication of any sort of uh, cybernetic or sort of um, pros um, mechanical prosthetics. Um, so you could assume would be a much younger uh, torque. And the older one sort of saying, nah, go do that and nah, go do that and all <laughs> that stuff. And um, looks over and sees you guys in here, um, Rodana, Tony, and you guys, and says, ah, Rodana, how can I help you? And Rodana says, uh, we need to go over the, the, the plan for um, these folks. And he uh, goes, ah, yes, let me get up my notes. And he goes through his notes, and it's not me going through my notes. It is not. So, here's the plan. We have access to the elevator shaft, which you guys will be taking manually down because we don't have control over the elevator. From there, we believe that there is no oxygen on the second ring. Um, so you will need to be able to provide yourselves some protection against that. Uh, I notice some of you are in back suits, armored or not, or I assume you can do something that would prevent that, <laughs> looking over at Nona. So he says, yeah, I'm good. Mike and me. <laughs> yeah. There are certainly some uh, parts of the second ring that are exposed to space. So it's very important that when after you set up the generator and life support that you close off the spaces with those gaps. Otherwise, the life support won't work. Once that happens, the automated system will know what we're doing. We have some time before we can turn off the black box. You guys need to turn on the generator, turn on the life support, find the black box within a certain amount of time. We can lock the elevator for a certain amount of time. Uh, it keeps getting better and better at solving it, so we try not to do it. But we can generally give us a good 10 minutes before they can use the elevator again, maybe shorter, depending on how uh, good they've gotten over the last time. But anyway, turn on the generator, turn on life support, turn on blast doors to parts of the ship that are maybe not uh, airtight. And uh, then you will go and turn on and restart the black box so the automated defense system can't control the, the ring that you're in and also loses control of the elevator in between these two floors. Slight confusion from me here. Um, yes. The, so I know I know we've talked a little bit about black boxes. This is a clarifying question. There. Yeah. So like the black box indicates the area where things can go or where things specifically can't go. So it, it's basically segments. Um, think sure. of it as different networks. So sure. right now there's only sort of two networks. There's the one that the um, the uh, the Paragon freelancers right. have at that topmost ring. Oh. And then the rest of it um, basically allows the automated defense system to do okay. whatever it wants within that control robot. So they don't ne sure. need to necessarily send up 
we haven't talked about this, but you noticed that those soldier bots had some sort of receiver that may have been sort of uh, extending that range. Sure. Um, So these different black boxes, as soon as you refresh it, it effectively will cut off access for this automated security system uh, to that section. Any obvious way in which they could get that back? Like, would it be beneficial to us to just turn it off and just be like, there are no robots allowed in this part or whatever? Yeah, it, it's sort of ingrained within the um, the grid itself. So if you turn it on, this sort of network will also turn on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's n- no way to um, turn it off completely so no o- robots can operate here. Mm, it's okay. sort of an innate within it. Um, it. But you can lock it off from different parts of the ship from okay. operating you would you would um basically how this was structured it was almost like a titanic of sorts um well <laughs> i know what you mean by that well. but that is the exact <laughs> go on guys into the space titanic <laughs> nothing can go wrong here um but uh for people who are not aware of how the titanic was built there were a bunch of um like ballasts or something, basically um, the sections of the ship that if one section had sprung a leak, the water wouldn't actually be able to get into the other sections. Mm. So there's sort of this division right now um, that can be sh- shut on um, uh, for an emergency for whatever reason, such that mm. if a virus maybe got into it or if they needed to split up the different sections for whatever reason. Stop your smiling, Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. You're I, the one who suggested. I it. was the one who suggested it, um, or for for whatever reason, they could um, uh, remove the, the the different sections from one another. So that that's effectively Got what it. you'd be hijacking in this sense. Um, you would assume the original, um, if everything was working as it was in um, pre pre screen times the entire thing would all be connected to one another so the automated system uh, automated defense system could like protect everywhere um sure. but they the paragon freelancers have been specifically making um using this ability against the station uh, sure. itself to sort of slowly gain ground over it got it okay mm-hmm. yeah so makes sense once you uh, initiate that Black box protocol. We'll have control over the elevator again between these two floors. We will set a crew down to one start securing the second ring, as well as fixing up any uh, less than airtight parts of it. Remember, uh, I think Rodana talked to you guys about this before, but uh, whatever you can carry back, you keep. And um, I think it's 50% of the things that we find there. You can either keep or we'll sell off and give it to you at another point in time. Okay. Yep. That's the deal. Cool. Um, sounding a lot like Glink right now. It's hard <laughs> to differentiate that voice. <laughs> and he um, looks over at the uh, the younger Torque and says, uh, uh, Dix, um, anything else that they should know? And Dix procures um, a little, uh, almost like a thumb drive for you guys and hands it to uh, you, Micah, and says, uh, um, this will uh, allow you to uh, reset the, uh, the the black box. Just plug that into the uh, the console there and you should be uh, good to go. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. I can take that. 
And <laughs> Mike is like, just slowly turns and hands it to Nona, who's like, yes, I should take this. This is mine. I'll put it right next okay. to the drugs. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot you're keeping the drugs on your person. Okay. So you guys um, start moving towards uh, the elevator. Um, things are still sort of set up a little bit. Not super, um, like, really blocking the path and all of that with the mm-hmm. sandbags and stuff, but... Keep they pushed everything off to the side so that for ease of use later, exactly. <laughs> Get it. Um, and you guys reach the um same place where you started this session, this big open area with this uh big elevator with the doors closed to you now, um, in front of you. And that is where we'll end today's episode. Yeah, okay. gonna explore the yeah. second ring. Let's do there's, a dungeon there's no crawl. There's sci-fi y'all. things that have gone wrong when you like delve into an old space station. Oh, absolutely not. What can go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? It'll probably be fine. It's a real love story. And then it's like. Spider-Man, like, 